This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yes, yes, yes. It is uh, QFTA from the HomeLoanExpert.com studios. Timothy Michael McKernan, Action Jackson with you. HomeLoanExpert.com studios. It's a podcast that will discuss anything, anything, anything you send in can get discussed on the podcast with me. Jackson, would you say I'm the most amazing person in St. Louis? (laughs) Uh, Top five for sure, but tied for first. It's like you. Well, who else? It's it's a it's a dead <laughs> heat between you, probably uh, Chief Ruby. Yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's a good play. Uh, Mosellock, yeah. Nelly, and yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's that rounds out. You're tied for first with all those gentlemen. And Ryan O'Reilly, I think. Yeah, that's, Ryan O'Reilly. That's the class. Arenado and Goldschmidt too. Yep, there it is. Uh, so, I mean, imagine. You can write a question in to Craig Peruby about jacking off on I-70. <laughs> and he'll take it in stride, <laughs> He'll too. take it. And he'll, talk about it yeah. on a podcast. I don't have a, a Peruby impression to bust out here, so, uh, you know. Uh, but it would be wonderful. But you get, to, you get to do it with me. I mean, what a treat. T. McKernan at InsideSTL.com. Uh, and we, we are so backlogged with questions, I don't even know which direction to go. And so Jackson, I don't know which which way we're going here today. But right. I've got I've got I don't even know well into the double digits of questions that it's have tough. not been tended to here. Um, and I'm not sure why. I guess we had the Hot Wife Autumn interview, and we replayed the Jennings tribute. Yep. So I guess that's why we've fallen behind. But either way, send yours in, erotic stories, what have you. Team McKernan at InsideSTL.com. It's the holiday season, friends of the feather, and using the promo code GIFT. Gets you 20% off a sound story at mysoundstory.com. And now we have expanded to not only have me and Doug and Jackson from TMA, but also Randy Carricker from 101 ESPN, Learn, and John Hewlett from KC95, Courtney Landrum from 106.5 The Arch, and the boys from The Riz Show, uh, Rizzuto, Patrico, and Moon, all available. Book whoever you would like or just get a gift certificate and present it for the holidays. Either way, get together with your siblings and go, hey, I've got the perfect gift. And we get 20% off on top. If you go to mysoundstory.com and book the gift certificate or you can schedule it. And the thing that I like, and we gave this to my parents a couple of years ago, me and my two brothers and my sister came in and just told stories of real uh, gratitude to my parents so they could hear them as opposed to the way that things usually work, which somebody passes on, and then that's when they get to all the great things said about them, but they're already gone. 
So get together while you can and share stories and express your gratitude. And that meant the world to my parents. I think that's a great gift idea. Uh, I don't think I talk about that one enough. Either way, uh, come on into the Hubbard Radio Studios or you can do it over Zoom. MySoundStory.com, the promo code is GIFT. TheHomeLoanExpert.com is our studio sponsor here on the Tim McKernan Show. And I got to tell you, I think there might be an edge in the real estate market now. Now, you got to kind of be keeping a close eye on it, Jackson. Mm. But there may be an edge right now. And so if you're looking, you know, Ryan Kelly was talking about how some of these numbers have dropped down. Uh, go to the thehomeloanexpert.com. I can tell you this. Um, homes are sitting on the market, whereas that wasn't even in the realm of possibility a year ago. Get pre-approved with Ryan Kelly, refinance with Ryan Kelly. And if you are looking for a home with interest rates all over the place, it shouldn't stop you from buying a home. With the housing market returning to normal, now's the time to strike a deal on a home that would have been unheard of a year ago. It's the homeloanexpert.com, Ryan Kelly. And James Carlton, once you get your home, get it insured with James Carlton, my insurance agent. And I can tell you this, you go to Google and you will find 302, as of right now, Five-star Google reviews for James Carlton, the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency. 314-961-4800. Let me read one right here. Thanks to James Carlton's team, we came through successfully an experience that otherwise might have been catastrophic. All of our financial needs were met, and they were there every step of the way, particularly Stephanie, who worked with us the most closely. Uh, reviews like that all over from James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency, 314-961-4800. Go online at carltoninsurance.net. Jackson, can you tell us about Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies? Uh, he's just a world-class communicator. I've talked about that before, but I think that's so important with someone who's going to be advising you on your finances. You don't want somebody who, you know, you're like, oh man, should I call him? Will he be in a good mood? That's not how Mark Hanna is. He loves talking to his clients. And I know that because I am one of his clients. Uh, anytime I get on a call with Mark, he's super upbeat. He's obviously unbelievably knowledgeable about finance, uh, but so much more about that. He knows so much about life, and he wants to talk to you about life and how that intertwines with finance. And I think that's you know something that's so important. And so having that is like a it's peace of mind. You, know, you can't put a price on peace of mind. But knowing that if you have a question, if you need to make an adjustment to your plan, if you want to know more about your plan, you can call Mark Hanna, and he'll be more than happy to talk to you. That's so awesome. So if you don't have anybody, if you're just throwing money into a savings account, if you don't really know, you know what you should be doing with your finances, get in touch with Mark Hanna, and he's going to help you. He's going to guide you through it. And then, like I said, anytime you need to get on the phone with him, you just you know, shoot him an email, and you'll have something scheduled up later that day, later that week. It's so important to have that. So if you don't have anybody, get in touch with Mark Hanna today. There it is, 314-889-0503. Go online at evergreenstl.com. And Seth Goldcamp at Design Air Heating and Cooling, online at designairservice.com. Telling you what, it's uh, December now, and so if you haven't gotten your furnace checked, you got to do it ASAP. You can do it by going to designairservice.com, and you click on the Book Now tab, Furnace Maintenance. They come out, they take care of business, and away we go. And a week from tomorrow, Jackson, I'm seeing snow in the forecast. Here we go. Mm. Got to make sure the furnace is working, brother. Yep. Uh, you just have to. Otherwise, you could be dealing with a brutal situation. 314-889-0503. Or that's Mark Hanna. I'm sorry. Uh, go online at designairservice.com. That's designairservice.com. And click on the Book Now tab and work with the great Seth Goldcamp 
and design air, heating, and cooling. And Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson, and Peter Munganast at Munganast St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota right now. Between now and January 3rd, you get 0.99% financing with Munganast on an Acura. 0.99% for 36 months. Get it done between now and January 3rd, and you have yourself one incredible deal. That's at stlouisacura.com or at munganastburkhardaltontoyota.com. Work with Jamie Burkhardt. Work with Clayton Patterson. Work with Peter Munganast. Work with the best. It's Munganast, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. Man, I got to... All right, I'm just going to let you... Let's see. You're just going to give a number. Okay. And I'm just going to spin the wheel because we have that many. Uh, anything between 1 and 10. 5. Wow. Jackson one, 5. 2, 3, 4, 5. All right, here we go. Tim and Gape. <laughs> okay. I picked, I picked a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Tim and Gape. <laughs> I've listened to TMA for nearly a decade. Three to four months ago, I started listening to QFTA. I've listened to all the podcasts that Jackson has been involved in. Dude's a killer. Uh, I feel like this was rigged. (laughs) You knew I was going to give you a number to select the email, and you knew this one was going to be the one that calls you a killer. Yeah, because we often do a lot of pre-show talks. A lot of pre-show QFTA talks. Dude's a killer. So much growth in his confidence from when he started until present. Guy is dangerous. The reason I am sending this email is oftentimes you say slash ask the question about how fucked up you are during the podcast. In regards to being able to talk for hours and hours straight, bounce from subject to subject, hashtag Adderall sessions. 18 years of doing the show and mostly running point. Your talent is to buy time, not break a sweat, and distribute on TMA. Nobody has been better. My observation is that QFTA opened up your personality to a platform where you feel really comfortable. Think about it. TMA name, Alcoholic from Belleville and Swansea. This is different, though, than the recovering alcoholic from Belleville and Swansea. Sure. Because I see the different names. Oh, okay. Oh, you were, you were skeptical. No, I really do see and, and this gentleman actually sends me DMs on the Twitter tweets. Okay. Uh, That's interesting. So, um, Jackson, uh, thoughts while I buy time and I reread the email. I'm buying time. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I I think any time that you're on a podcast, and I've talked about this before, anything you do on TMA or Balloon Party or live radio in general is written in pen. What you say is done. You say it, it's out there. Nothing you can do about it. On a podcast... That's interesting. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Podcast is pencil, man. Like, you can... Bring it back, and to be fair, like we almost never ever cut anything out of QFTA, but you are a lot more free. You're not constrained by the FCC, you're not constrained by any time, and then everything yeah. else is on your own. Like you get it done. So with a podcast, especially one like this where it's totally free form, you can really do anything. And that way, I get what he's saying. Like with your personality, I think your personality comes a lot on TMA. Yeah, I do too. Well. That's, that's why it surprised me to read that. But you're in here with me on both of them and balloon parties. So that's why I'm curious what your response is. Yeah, I just think that anytime you're going to do a podcast, totally free form, where you don't have, okay, I got to be out by this time, or we have this guest coming up, or we have that to do, anytime where it's totally, you're totally unencumbered and you can just talk, yeah, I think a lot of times you're just going to end up talking about a lot of different things. And the way, you know, I don't know, you know, you'd speak better on how your brain works, but with that kind of freedom, 
a lot of times you just end up talking, and that's how it is. This show of the three that I do, not counting Sound Story as a show, right, right. Uh, is my favorite show. Mm-hmm. Do you think that would surprise people? Yeah, I think because a lot people, of people would think it'd be TMA. Correct. Yeah, I mean, I, and I want to make it clear. It's not like I'm like, oh, I <laughs> yeah. don't like TMA right, or right. I don't like. They're they're all they're so different to me. They're so different. Maybe to listeners, they're not different, but to me, they're so different. And um, but, but the observation that the alcoholic from Belleville and Swansea said on the distributing the ball, I would say that that is certainly the case on TMA, Balloon Party. I do the vast majority of the talking. Um, And here, I don't know which one you think you talk more on. Probably here, I would say percentage. I guess it's close. Yeah, percentage here and probably total here, but that's because it's two of us and we can sometimes go two hours. Whereas TMA is certainly the one I talk Right, Please. I'm talking about here versus balloon. I'm talking about the Tim McKernan show podcast versus. Oh uh, yeah, party. I talk more here. Oh yeah, without question, it'd be TMA, distant third. So yeah. anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I guess I view them as three different jobs. So I don't necessarily, and they're all at this moment anyway. Something I'm I'm going to be doing. But if you told me I could do this for another twenty years. At the moment, anyway, I'd be like, that's great. Because right. I can just do the show, and ideally, you're still doing it with me, but mm-hmm. I recognize, inevitably, you'll have your own individual goals and may want to do something else. But th- this one, I'm not necessarily, I can just, I, I'm not like looking at a text inbox. I'm right. not, I, there aren't four other people or five other people. There aren't, it's just, I, it's just me and the microphone, and it's so freeing. Yeah. That's the best way for me to describe it. Mm-hmm. And, I absolutely love doing this podcast. 100% love it. Now, I don't I, I don't view it however and you said it too that this is where my personality comes out. I think and you actually answered the question better than I could because I didn't think of the reasons, but you're right. There is no clock. I can talk. I don't have the the filter, even though it's not tough for me to not cuss if I want to. It's just there's just not that thing. I will openly say whatever. Right. Because you know that the second you say it, if you really don't like it, and if you think we can go back and take it out, take it out, and that and that is so. And honestly, in all of and what we've done, I guess we've done more than five hundred episodes. Yeah, this is five thirty six. I as far as a QFTA goes. Only time that I can recall, the only time that I have had something taken out of a QFT, and obviously it was my words, was when it had to do with some of the stuff that we were dealing with at KFNS. Yeah. Yep. So you were around for that one. I feel like oh, it might yeah, have happened yeah. with Pete too. Yeah, that that could be the just because it's but... like there's just no point. I know the audience would find it titillating still now because it's still not you know, but it's just like it's just there's there's no point. And as I oftentimes say. You know, but as the great Bert Kaufman of 920 told me, never waste time on something that has no upside. Yep. And uh, which I think has probably led to me basically disappearing from social media because <laughs> <laughs> I can't figure out the upside, which gets me to something, by the way. Here we go. Here we go. The Adderall sessions. <laughs> yep. So now, as I think I told you, maybe off the air, maybe on this podcast, maybe on TMA, doubtful I said it on Balloon Party, that uh, now I go on TikTok. And if I'm killing time, here we go. And the stuff that I'll find, certainly things like this, 
Oh, uh, that's yeah. my TikTok algorithm. My oh. God. I mean, holy crap. What's going on here with the, the, the lasses? Strong. A lot of poker stuff. Cool. A lot of uh, investment stuff. And I, I, I can't tell you how much I enjoy it. <laughs> it's it's a time suck like you I wouldn't mean, believe. I can't tell you how much I enjoy it. However, I have zero, at this moment anyway. Now, maybe somebody listening will go, dude, you have no idea how much money you're leaving on the table just by being yourself, not like, you know, starting to like race bait or something, <laughs> you know, which I feel like is a business it's a, model. It's a play, play been <laughs> utilized before. Right. You know, uh, you know, just by being yourself and I'll handle all of the, you know, yeah. you just do your shit and send it to me and I'll put it up there. That would intrigue me. I just have no interest though in like, you know, Missouri's going to the Gasparilla Bowl. Here's my reaction. Right. With like, like cheap video. On oh, it. Yeah. It's God. Not, it's you know, it. blues lose six to two to the Penguins. What's going on with this team and bidding? I just can't do it. Can't and it's do not it. sustainable either. It's just, it's, it's because it's not who I am. Yeah. That's not to say there are people. I mean, Chris oh, yeah. Russo is not playing a character, Mad Dog. No. That's who he is. Oh, yeah. I actually look at him and that's who I see me being most similar to, by the way. Wow. Like the, not necessarily like the takes, but how the, I'm talking about the mind and the word vomit. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. I actually think Mad Dog's really good with baseball. Like baseball. He's great at baseball. And I'm not, by the way, it isn't a shot or a compliment. It's just, I see where he goes and I'm sure a lot of people on the outside are going, this guy's fucking crazy, but that's just who he is. Uh And this is just who I am. Yeah. But as I've said before. I recall watching this Howard Stern, David Letterman interview on this that show that David Letterman does. Do you watch that? That thing I've my seen, next guest yeah. is. Yeah, there's some really good ones. Yeah, there are there. some really good ones. And I don't know if it was Stern said to Letterman or Letterman said to Stern, "Isn't it weird how these shows allow us to function like normal human beings, whereas when we're not doing our shows, we're not normal human beings?" Yeah, that and is, I'm like, that's how I feel. Yeah, that is odd. It's but it's truly how I feel mm-hmm. because otherwise. I get the most energy out of simply being with my family or being alone, mm-hmm. which I think when people have come to work with me, and I'm talking about going back to 2005, I mean, I'm going way back, um, it's like this huge letdown, or they think I don't like them because who I am when I'm not on the air is more reserved, introverted, serious. You see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, I hear what you're okay. saying. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I hear what you're saying. So... Recently, with regards to TikTok, one of the TikTok things that keeps popping up is Daniel Negreanu, who I've had on this podcast, as a matter of fact, um, who's a great poker player, a legendary poker player. I realize maybe, I don't know, 20% of the people listening to this are aware of that. And I'm not going to start breaking down hands. But what he made an observation on was, and I happened to see this last night, and I think there's something to it. So this is a moment of self-awareness. Um he said when he first started playing, it was the late 1990s, and all the older guys who had been legends and winning money in the 80s and 90s were laughing at him and how he was a kid and how he was playing super aggressive and it wouldn't last. And he was just kind of laughing to himself. I never want to be like one of these old guys dismissing something new just because I've been able to make it work with my way right. because inevitably the game changes. And now Negranu is talking about how he gets lessons from the younger guys and he knows he's not as good as them, but he isn't just like going, well, fuck it. They're doing it this way. I'm not interested in that. I'm going to do it my way. 
So when I say that, my observation to it is then maybe I should be utilizing social media, not worrying about what the response is because the response is going to be negative. It doesn't matter what I do, but but utilizing it and doing more of what it is that I do is because when I picture like guys popping up after an event, first off, it's I have zero interest in, like I said, being a slave to my phone. Right. And then secondarily, I don't have an opinion oftentimes. Because in reality, I, my, my TikToks would be 30 minutes breaking down, like, the nuanced element of the game, <laughs> you know? Yeah, they do have a time limit yeah, right, on exactly. So it just, it just can't work. Yeah. It can't work. My TikToks are essentially podcasts, and so it isn't going to work. Yeah. But my premise, my overall premise is, is just because this current era has worked for me, I am certainly aware that inevitably the clock runs out. And just because the technology changes, that doesn't mean that my interest in getting people's opinions and giving opinions and then learning, actually, really more so than anything, because it's not like I necessarily think I'm right, um, it goes away. It's just you have to, in my opinion, if you want to keep doing it, adapt as opposed to just stick with doing what you have done and then all of a sudden the game passes you by but I don't want to change my personality for it. You see what I'm saying? Right. Well, I think that's the key. I think naturally just people in general are always going to be embrace is not the right word, but, and against isn't either, but change isn't always like work for people. Some people just don't like change. People well, just, the word is resistant. You sit right, in on resistant. sound stories with me. Mm-hmm. We just had a gentleman in great guy, we great were, guy, but we both got done going, God, I'm a big fan of that guy. Great guy. Um, but ha- you know, and he's only 75, but had no interest in texting. Yep. You know, and it's and, and and I don't know how many times of the sound stories I've done, I would say eighty plus percent. Um, th- there is a theme that they don't want to learn the new technology. Mm-hmm. Just like twenty years ago or thirty years ago, people who now most of whom have passed didn't want to learn or didn't want cable or whatever. I mean, right. something that sounds something. ridiculous yeah, now, yeah. but that's that's what it was, and so. I, I kind of see that, and when Negranu told that story, that's when it resonated, even though I've heard multiple people over the course of these sound stories say, yeah, you know, I'm not into that. I'm not saying, boy, I'm surprised that they're not posting on Instagram, you know, <laughs> with duck lips. Right. I'm, I'm talking about just like, ah, a, you know, a phone to me, is that's not what it's for, but I have to have my grandkids or my kids. Sure. That's what I don't want to see happen. So I don't think that the technology is bad. I think that the way that it is used to abuse, and the anonymity in particular, Certainly. when we're talking about Twitter and Instagram, uh, is what is bad. The technology itself is not. Right. right. So that was my observation when I saw Negrano. I'm like, yeah, how many times you know, would, would you have? I was out playing golf. May have told the story before. May have not. Um, it'll be two years in January with a gentleman who... Um, I think I can tell this story, actually. I don't know why I wouldn't be able to. Uh, his name's John Miller, not the John Miller of uh, of San Francisco Giants broadcast fame. Uh, let's see if he's still with NBC. John Miller, J-O-N Miller, okay. Um, and I believe he's still there. Yeah, he is. So I'm out playing golf with him. Just, uh, it was Adam Long's dad, Gordon, sure. and me and John Miller. Mm-hmm. And we're playing golf in Jupiter. And... He is responsible for um, 
well, here it is. Hell, it's his Wikipedia. So I was about to say it, and it literally says he is responsible for. He is responsible for the creation of the Winter Classic, um, the National Dog Show, and the thing that he said that oh, the Father Son Challenge. He's created that. The thing that Tiger and yeah, Charlie yeah, yeah. are playing in. Oh yeah. So he played with Tiger and Charlie in that. Uh, I think he had just done it like a week before he was playing with me, and obviously a bigger deal to play with me. Hundred percent. Thank you. Um, and again, I am one of the five most amazing people in St. Louis. Yeah, yeah. And move me, it could be one soon. I kind of think that way. A couple more good teases. Yeah, these teases are working. Uh, but the thing that, and I don't know how, I don't, I'm just reading the Wikipedia as we talk, but I know this. This is what stood out to me. The reason they got into, oh, the, here it is. He led the team uh, that got them the Premier League. And the reason he got into that was because he was talking to his kids and his kids' peers, and he noticed how they were all into EPL. Yeah. Boy, that's some good foresight there. Isn't that amazing? Holy shit. So to me, there is so much value. I think I think so often like the 20s and 30s and 40s and 50s are like the sweet spot, but there's so much value in paying attention to the people who are older. I yep. say that often. I'm talking about 60s, 70s, 80s. And then also the teens, and I'm not even talking teen, like nine, ten, because that's what's coming. Yeah. You know, you don't all of a sudden turn twelve and go, "Fuck!" Now I want to watch a Cardinal game. You like what you like. Yeah, that's the truth. And so when he said that, I go, "God, that, it's so logical." And I also think it played a role in poker in some capacity. You know, poker certainly experienced its, you know, it's down. But twenty-ish years ago, right in two thousand three, that's when it blew up. When Chris Moneymaker won, and then that's what turned this Online. this decade poker boom yeah. exactly. So, with that all said, that Negranu thing opened up my eyes that I shouldn't just dismiss it. And I'm not dismissing it. I'm just like, ah, there's no point because it's it's passive aggressive. It's negativity. It's people who, you know. Right. Echo chambers. Well, and... it's echo cha- It's just, it's not, you're not, I don't know. There aren't people like you, for example, who are usually going to engage. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And then even if they are, they're going to do it from burners a, a burner. And, yeah. So you're, so it's not, it's not really a conversation. So no. you just kind of like, it, it, who gives a fuck, you know? And that's, it's kind of where I've gotten with the stuff that it's just like, I, I've, I've like gone, one of my uh, business advisors likes to use the phrase open kimono. <laughs> Big fan of that. On so many things with this show and the business. And then still people don't believe it and just come up with their own shit. I go, fuck, I'm fine. Come up with your own shit. doesn't matter. I'm not going to waste the time even trying to change your mind. It doesn't matter. So come up with whatever th- stories or theories you want. doesn't matter to me anyway. It's not going to change the people we work with here, the people we work with on the show. They know the truth. Obviously, they're happy. Uh, both the people here at Hubbard and the people on TMA, and I guess when it gets down to it, that's yeah, that's all. That's yeah. all. I mean, I can't because I can't control anything else. So, um, so then I think about, I go, yeah, maybe I should do it, and I shouldn't just go, oh fuck, it's just like you know, a mom who's divorced looking for an attention, you know, leaning over to show her cleavage or, you know, whatever, a guy who has absolutely no clue trying to motivate you by. Saying oh, the word fuck 30 times. God. <laughs> when those pop up, and I, I'm like, I got to get them off as quickly as I can. So hopefully that shows to it's, never show them again. It's, it is. The, the people who think, I, I can't deal with that shit, man. <laughs> the, the, the motivational speakers. I'm just like, how did this happen? Like, can you not, it's kind of like when, like, take your pick of, like, Greitens to me stands out as one of the all-time obvious 
full of shits. Right. You know, but there's so many here as of late that I'm like, God, I don't know. I like have, I have a tough time ranking them. And I'm not even, I'm not just talking about the last five years, much yeah. less last like 30. Um, but I'm like, how do people not see through this? Like this person clearly has nothing. Oh, it's buzzword salad. Yes, that's it. Thank you. It's wow. Bu- God, so well done there. That That's those two words that sum it up perfectly. Yeah, Assuming buzzword is one word. Buzzword salad. Yeah, buzzword would be one word. Yeah, buzzword salad. Let's, how many of them oh, can my I put God. in one place? And you know, but I but then I sit there and I go, God, is there is there like multi million dollar opportunities? And oh, just yeah. sitting there and bullshitting people and like yelling, there <laughs> and is. basically like cucking them on social media know, and podcasts. Well, anyway, digressing. I thought that that was uh, it was kind of an eye opening moment. It was a poker analogy to current social media. When I'm saying social media, I'm not talking about like being a takesmith, but utilizing it because for better or for worse, and I guess it's good. It's certainly cuts both ways there's obviously an interest in the personalities on this show yeah and so i mean there isn't a whole lot that i'm doing that's all that exciting to be real honest but if that's what people want then fine fuck it i'll give it to them it's not like i'm like oh shit now they're gonna find out i'm shooting up heroin (laughs) on an overpass you know or jerking guys off behind a dumpster that's thursday night at harpo's bingo thank you but i don't know I look at it, but it, I don't know. I don't know. What do you think, Jackson? Tell me about it. Because you are on the in the age range where yeah, I mean, so many people want to become either influencers, hashtag content creators, um, yeah. YouTube stars. Sure. Yeah, I, I guess but I'm- But we actually have an audience. Now, it doesn't mean that it's a big audience. It spars like, it's a, it's a big audience in St. Louis, but I'm talking about when you go beyond St. Right, Louis. right. I'm, I'm kind of in a weird spot because I've grown up really with social media. I mean, I remember having my Twitter account in the eighth grade, and so I've kind of always seen it. And so I, I guess I just naturally, not against is the wrong word, but like taking everything I said on Twitter with a grain of salt, because like you said, man, it's it's not a for real conversation you're ever having with somebody if the person responding is Calvin and Hobbes Wieners 72 is responding to a tweet. <laughs> you know, I, if I could really, like, if I, like, wanted to purge, like, I would just follow Dave Matter, Gabe DeArmond, the Plowboy, uh, <laughs> Woj, and Schefter. And I think I would get pretty, and Chris Long. Those are six. Mm-hmm. And I'd be good. Like, that would be I'd my I'd be Ella Reese. Yeah. Abigail Mack. Right. Boy, you'd have a busy-ass Instagram account. <laughs> um, but, like, that, that, that's all I really care about. Like, that's all I, like, really go there for. And I've seen, and like I've seen the people who've gotten big on it, and some people I think are so great, and it's so awesome that they utilize these social platforms to grow themselves out of nothing. I find that shit awesome for some people, and then I see other people doing it, and I'm like, this is so disingenuous, right? That I, it just makes like it doesn't make me sick, but it makes me like I don't really want to watch this. I'm just surprised people are falling for it, right? And that's the thing. That's the thing that stuns me, right? And it's so, and it's scary in some parts. You know, like there's people who just follow every word of some people, like a cult mentality starts to build. Stan culture. This is, we are now in a- Stan culture. We're in a stan culture where people fall in, you see it with Portnoy. uh, Yeah. You see it with, really, unfortunately, you see it with guys like Kanye. You see it with a bunch of people who you get this stan mentality where they can say anything, Donald Trump to an extent. They can say anything and people will take it as gospel and go with it oh, and turn right. into an army of people. So you're having a big podcast right now. Thank you. Know yeah, I'm really feeling myself. So you kind of weaponize your what you've built 
And maybe you set out to be one thing, and now you've turned into another thing, and it's making you more money doing that, so you continue to do it. And I just think... Man, I like where you're going here. Eventually, like, you build up this cult mentality, and now you are wielding more power than you've ever really thought of. And that's scary as fuck to me. So, like, social media, while it can be an awesome platform for building up guys who are doing... Or everyone who's doing great content and giving stuff to people and doing great things, and all there's a flip side to it where you get so popular or you build up such a following the stand culture like i was talking about where now you have an army of people i mean like shit anytime uh, the taylor swift fans go after people the Nicki minaj fans go after the people, beehive the beehive they stand these people so hard that like you, you can ruin people's lives right. if if Nicki minaj or someone they're not saying that i'm just using her as an example i love queen Nicki, but um that off. um but like if she tweeted like at Team McKernan sucks. Like fuck this Nicki guy. Minaj. Yeah. Okay. So you would then what have would happen? your mention. You would your phone would explode. <laughs> you would have four hundred thousand people like tweeting at you and like posting pictures of you and ruining your life. And that's scary as fuck. We've never we've never been in this time of our of human existence where you can weaponize and uh, mobilize a group of people faster. That's true. I agree with that. And so with that power, which is great, it's great for sponsors, it's great for charitable endeavors, it's awesome for that. But the other side of it is the really toxic part. And we've seen that shit happen with Barstool. We're currently seeing it right now with Kanye West. And uh, we saw it with Donald Trump. And there's, there's big, big problems with that. So what you're saying is right, that you can't just be oblivious to it and, you know, say it off but like also at the same time like maybe people just don't want to live like that like if you have other ways of doing things like social media is a constant constant job and if you like uh rig said in here relevancy is currency and to always stay relevant you always have to think of the yeah. next big thing that's oh, going to get you it's, just, it's it's so it's it's like it's not even remotely worth it mm-hmm. to no, me I, but 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 again i know it is to other people so i'm not saying that they're wrong this is me now maybe if i am 24 and I'm back making what I was making when I was 24 mm-hmm. then it's a it's a different set of circumstances and also the mind is different my my the way I'm gonna think is going to be different than the way that you think and it doesn't make me right and you wrong or vice versa but I do think there are ways like I think if we had if we the nonsense that we talk about on this thing if we just had a phone and then we put these clips up and hell do it with TMA, do it with, I mean, KG Town has done a hell of a job with it, but doing it beyond just him playing the characters. Right. Even some stuff on Balloon Party, you know, when take your pick of whatever guest is on about sure. a topic or if there is a topic that we're on or in here. And that to me, or if something happens over the course of a weekend that I actually really do feel strongly about. Yeah. You know, or I know people feel strongly about. World Cup game, I suppose, would be one, although yeah. I felt like that was like, that was like, like somebody losing their virginity, a lot of buildup, and then it was just like, holy shit, it's over that quick, yeah. you know, and then just like, uh, uh. how'd you write scores? And you don't know how it worked, but somehow you, you did the job. And it's just like, uh, that's it, okay. But something along those lines, right. that that legitimately interests me, and just because in my, which I think is an old mentality of TikTok, you know, you go, okay, it's mom's dancing for attention, you know, that's what I thought of initially which does not enter my feed at all right they're good their algorithm is well done god almighty it's great yeah 
I mean, holy shit! I am such a fan of this thing, and I shit on. I didn't shit on. I just I'm like, I, but you didn't. But you were you you were unaware of because it once again social media like mobilizing like it got a reputation as mom's dancing. Well, yeah, or like sixteen year olds use this, and it has also has kind of a silly name, and so like yeah. it got this reputation. But really, what it is is just a well done, well coded, like really solid idea. That gives people a ton of freedom. And like I said, that cuts both ways. It's awesome for some, and it can be a real issue for others. Like, it is gone. Like, there are people out there who would never, ever be famous, never, ever oh, be yeah. famous, who are very famous because of what they do. And it could be something as stupid as like a dance video they did that got two million views. Like, the guy who do, who's the most followed person on TikTok has, doesn't speak in his videos. I have no idea who you're talking about here. He doesn't speak in his videos. I can't remember his name. I think it's Darnell Coles. It's Darnell it Coles. Um, and he just reacts to videos but doesn't speak. And he has like <laughs> 180 million followers on TikTok and pulls in like 20 million a year. Is that right? Yeah, man. Like, it's, how's, he, how's he making money? How's it work? Advertising. So he's, do, he's doing spots? Or no, they... It's like, a, it's, they, they, they're very... I will give them ad agencies or marketing people a lot of credit they're very creative with how they do uh-huh. you know it's not necessarily like what we do where it's library but that's where we're doing radio it's way different but with these videos like it's pretty creative shit where it's not like oh i see an ad i'm gonna skip past this like oh this ad's actually pretty good uh so they're so it's really good like charlie d'amelio is obviously what people first think of on tiktok she had a drink named after her at dunkin donuts like that is serious fucking money and then they had a show made out of it and people eat it up because this is TikTok is becoming the new cable television. That's the thing. Like, it, it, it is relevant. Whether yeah. and, and so I guess what I have found by just, and I don't even know why I start, probably because KG and O-Town shit, honestly. Yeah, 100%. Otherwise, I don't think I would have ever even fucked with it. I think I created an account when we came over here. I honestly don't even know what my name is. I think it's T. McKernan TMA, I think. I don't even, I, I like, my account's just I've never posted anything. I don't ever post. I couldn't imagine myself posting a TikTok. Well, I post <laughs> through TMA, but that's like a... Clips and shit, or other shit we're doing. Well, I gotta tell you, it's never like me. Some of like, the most beautiful women in the world have been my uh, yeah algorithm. Yeah, that's really what solid. McKernan TMA. What a terrible name. <laughs> Why about Timmy Baseball? <laughs> <laughs> and I have forty-seven followers. What the fuck are they following? I don't do anything. Yeah, I don't. I don't really even follow me? people. Like that for you page is everything you need. You know, I don't even need. I just start scrolling. Yeah. Anyway, point being, it's it's. It's easy of of the social media apps, and I'm on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. It's easily the best. Oh, by far. And I wasn't even looking at the thing two weeks ago. It's by far, it's by far the most entertaining. Yeah. And you don't get like if you don't want to get in like with Twitter, like it's almost you click on a tweet, you automatically see the replies underneath. Oh, and, that's and it's gross. Just, yeah, it's, it's like gross. reading STL Today comments. TikTok, you have to click on that comment section to even see. Yeah, it. that's right. And I, I don't even, even think about that. I don't yeah, even well, worry yeah. about it. I yeah. just watch the videos, and it's entertaining. I get a lot of Family Guy clips, which is great. Um, you know, it's just a bunch of cool golf shit, great basketball stuff. You know, for the most part, you get real and and some of the big like Bill Simmons or like some of the biggest stars in sports and stuff aren't the stars of sports on TikTok. There's other voices, which is great. Sure. Because new voices, usually younger. Well, I've noticed that with YouTube as well, and I should say YouTube, although I don't yeah. know if people necessarily view that as a social media app. It's it's TikTok and YouTube. Like, people who post on TikTok have YouTube accounts, too, yeah. they do more long-form stuff. So, so I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll do ahead. shit. I'm just not the one who's going to be doing the shit. So how do, like, the people who, they just do it themselves, I guess. Yeah, you know. usually. 
they record themselves or they mm. have, some of them have very but i mean to me it's like we could be taking stuff and what cage you know town does is in another level bro. i'm telling you something by the way brief aside and that's essentially what always is going on in this podcast, this podcast might be called brief, brief aside, aside. <laughs> so uh you know, Anna Marie, my wife, listens to the show, legitimately likes the show, not uh-huh. just humors me because <laughs> it's, you know, right. what I do. Um, and I need to tell KG and O-Town this, and I need to tell, learn this, too. Um, and I was telling the story how I am lobbying, and Tommy Mattern, who heads programming here, I, I talked to him Friday after KG left, and I said, you know, because I had talked to Riz, and they were wondering who he was, and I said what he does, and I said, God, it'd be great if he could do, like, your show and our show, and then we could have the social media person, because both shows with the audiences we have don't necessarily, in my opinion, and I think everybody in the building would agree, but it's not like they're looking like, let's just hire everybody, optimize social media-wise. It's fine, but we could do being... Sure. We could do better. And here you have somebody, in, in case you know it, who's a really good person, so mm-hmm. you're not bringing poison into the building. That's Key. important, especially Key. in this building where it is. Right. Poison free. Yeah, yeah I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's I'm sure there's got to be some, but I haven't seen it and you haven't seen it. It no, is. It not. truly is. It, for a place with like 100 people working, it is not just poison free, but like good people right. on top of it. It's the strangest yeah. damn thing going. Still think this is like going to be like the movie Get Out, and all of a sudden I'm going to be like, "Holy shit!" I'll be shit. stirring that tea, baby. <laughs> God. But anyway, um, and so we were we were bullshitting about it, and uh, and he goes, "That thing that he did with Learn," and I go, "That was unbelievable." Right. That's just the tip of the iceberg. Right? And and so Anna Marie and I, and it was Friday night, probably again, you know, super hot. We're lying on the couch watching some show. And I mean, it's hot. Red hot. Oh, and, uh, you know, one kid's, you know, beating the shit out of the wall or something <laughs> like that. And another one just went to bed. And uh, and I was talking about how I really would like to bring KG and O-Town on. And I was kind of laying out my conversation with Tommy and with Riz. And Patrico was in there when Riz and I were talking. And we were bullshitting. And, I, and she goes, I honestly don't even, you know, I'm not, she's not on any of that stuff. And I'm like, God bless you, number one. <laughs> but then I, I go, well, here, you got to see it. And so she's just watching Learn singing. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Casey and O-Town slides in, and she doesn't really laugh hard at much, especially coming from me, you know, or something <laughs> that I'm involved in. Right. And she was dying at that. <laughs> you know, I mean, she's met Learn, Lauren, one time. Right. Um, and I don't know if she's met KG and O-Town or not, but it, so it had nothing to do with like, oh, these are my buddies doing this. She just knows the show right. and saw what he had created and how Learn had executed it and how KG and O-Town had executed it. And I said, that was on the second take. That was two fucking takes too yeah. for a guy who isn't necessarily used to doing that kind no, of shit. I said, that's just, and she was laughing her ass off. I said, that's the thing. That's how the show grows. There's, there's only so much in St. Louis, and people have found what they like to listen to. Oh, yeah. And so you grow it via social media. Uh-huh. That's the way to do it. Oh, That's yeah. why I told him, I said, you know, posting on the fan page is great, but the, the YouTube and TikTok is where we're going to experience growth. And that kind of content that he does, in addition to just the show, yeah. with the show being the way that the show is. Yeah. And I'm not talking about just TMM, I'm talking about Balloon Party and this podcast. That's opportunity. Anyway, that's how I see things. That's all I got. Oh, I There's opportunity. Lost. And yeah. so as opposed to just going, eh, I'm 46 and married and not looking to like slide into DMs and try to pick up a 27-year-old bartender, you know, no. and, and get a hotel room. 
you know, that that's not what it, I mean, it certainly, that is certainly a part of what it's for, Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but, but it doesn't have to be for me. And I, and the Negreanu thing that I happened to see on TikTok was really eye opening to me is that you start going, ah, I don't like that. And that's what they're doing. It's like, yeah, they might be doing it for that, but the technology has great value and to dismiss it, right. you are now repeating the sins of what we saw people do 20 years ago when we were in our 20s. Yeah, yeah. See what I'm saying? Gotta be able to adapt. That's it. That's it. And there's value in it, and especially this one. Now, Snapchat, I'm not on it. Are you on Snapchat? I, I have it. I never use it. And so what, what are, are your peers using it? I have a couple buddies who use it, but... And so in my mind, it's dick pics. <laughs> yeah, there's certain... Oh, is that right? Okay. Well, I don't receive any, unfortunately, but... Right, um, bad beat. Uh, and fun fact, I've never sent a picture of my genitals to anybody, but, uh... Yeah, as you might imagine, <laughs> we've got that in common. <laughs> yeah, That'd be the quickest way for me requested. to have a, a Dan Caesar column going. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> this was before my career in radio. But, uh, yeah, it's been required. It's, I have no interest in doing that, but... And also, that- I, we're, we're well aware, even you at, at the age of 24... Women don't want to see it. No. I'm stunned that men don't understand that. No, they don't. And it, ugh, God. And also what, what what why are we not connecting? Like that's 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 like that's like one of the first rules that women will be very upfront with you. Now I'm sure there are a sliver just like there are a sliver of guys who might be into a certain kink that doesn't represent all men. Of course. So I'm sure there's a sliver of women who like a certain thing or it's, whether it be size or shape or whatever the fuck's going on. But I'm just for the life of me, what a disconnect right now between men and women that men send cockpicks, unwanted, unsolicited <laughs> yeah. cockpicks. That is a, that, oof, I couldn't imagine God doing almighty. that. But also, like, you're because this was like a significant other asked me, they're like, oh, it's National Nude Day. Like, let's send you, I was like, you know, I got like a pretty good memory. I remember what you look like naked. I don't really need, like, you're the one person. Well, she was offering to do it and you said no? Well, that's the thing. Well, the one person I can see naked pretty much on demand, I don't necessarily need a picture of. Like, I, I, I can. Oh, I'll take it anytime. Okay, I hear you. But, like, you know, I mean, I'm studying in the library. Like, what am I going to I just, like. Yeah, I, but here, let me tell you something. Here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to figure this out. Whenever for you get that voice, <laughs> I always know something good's coming. Especially when you're about to room with Lisa Ann <laughs> yeah. for four nights in Jamaica. Mm-hmm. One of the most substantial. You want to talk about a moment for our social media? Yeah. Um, holy shit. I mean, for real. Yeah. That, that, that. That that might be something to keep an eye on. Like I said, they might name the high school after me. <laughs> God Almighty, um, I don't even know where the fuck I was going. What was I saying? I know, you went to that voice. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Let me tell you because I said I don't necessarily need nudes. My oh, thank you. Um, it, it, it's similar in a way. It's similar to like piercings. Uh, sporting. Yes. Yeah. God, tip my cap. You're 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 starting to think like me. Beware. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. That means that that they're in the mood. Yeah, I hear and that's that. That's what makes it hot. Yeah, I get. Like I get it's that. like I, I'm never in a spot, and I don't know if I, I'm sure I have. I shouldn't say never, but it's at this point after being married for 11 years and with Anna Marie for almost 15. I mean, you know, this is just reality, and I don't know if you know this is coming, but this is <laughs> this is coming. It's biochemistry, and I can't fucking help it. Uh, but. Yeah, back in the day, if it's like a short term, you're just like, okay, I can tell she's not into it, but you know, right, she'll right, humor right. me, and you know, <laughs> I'll you know, plop off, and there you go, and right? Fall asleep, and she, you know, probably rolls over and diddles her skittle and finishes, and that's what I imagine happened at College Park in Columbia multiple times. That's what I assume happened. But if you know that there's some of that positive energy right. that is coming your way. 
that to me is what makes it hot. I get you. It's the process is hotter than the product. 100%. So if I can con myself in to believing one of my favorite stag starlets is legitimately aroused during the scene, then it's going to be hot for me. But if there's just one moment of something where I'm like, oh, yeah, full on acting, which of course is what 99% of it is, then I'm like, oh, fuck this, you know? So like when Caden would text me like, I don't know, so-and-so shit herself today, I'd be like, well, I mean, that's it. Yeah, no, it's not. She's out, she's out. She doesn't know she's out, but she's out. Right. You know, and she, and her like so-and-so showed up and missed like a patch of her bush when she was (laughs) waxing or shaving. And so we had to shut the shoot down because we got hair and makeup trailer. I mean, and I'm going... Why are you telling me this? She goes, well, this is just really how it is. I mean, you you know, you like to yeah. send me the girls who you think are going to be stars. And, you know, a lot of times you're right. But this is the point. There's, there's some, this is what really goes on. I go, this is awful. Don't tell me this stuff. Right. Yeah. No, I'm with you on that. Nothing, nothing worse than being taken out of it. And I hear what you're saying. Uh, process is certainly harder than the product. She was also asking for something in return. And there's nothing that's going to get me to send a weenie pick. A weenie pick. Yeah, it's just not going to happen. Because yeah, should what... I be alarmed that no one has ever requested one? No, it would be weird if somebody did. That's what I said too. I was like, Ugh. like if Anna Marie, honestly, like, there's no way, like, I wouldn't believe it. Right. You know, right. like, hey, send me a dick pic right now. Who's still your I'd phone? I go, fuck, somebody's with her, <laughs> and we're about to have to like wire a hundred thousand dollars to somebody to get get something taken care of or something like that. That's what would be in my mind. Yeah. There's no way in the world. But if she were to send me a picture i'm immediately in a better place sure. immediately god bless now if she were to say you send one back i'd just start laughing i go fuck you know right who's got your phone dead right. serious that's exactly what i would think because we've seen i've you know it's been circulated when when pictures are leaked of gentlemen sending their love and it, every single one of them looks it, it, so guys include their faces in the picture yeah, well yeah that's the that's the Unfortunately, you kind of have to, or otherwise they might not believe you. And like so I, I said, always would send Lexington Steele's cock, but right. people started to catch on. When did you become a black gentleman? <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, but like, yeah, they're always like, ugh, I don't want to get too far into it, but you look just awful. Like there's no way to make that look good. And so why would I, I ever do I realize that I've never seen a cock pick, and I'm pretty pleased with it. Yeah. But I look. hear about these, but now I realize I've never seen one. So what? I'd, in my mind, it's just like a guy shooting a picture of his dick. Right, from that's below. Not, but that's not what it is? Well, there's so some... they go that the angle? Yeah, and that's a bad angle. Oh, yeah, especially with me. My skull looks like it's, right. you, you know, get a double chin in there. Oh, no, yeah. Double what an chin. awful thing. And that's why I keep telling Anna Marie she should be a lesbian. I go, what? <laughs> I mean, what could possibly be attractive? And, and on top of it, it's, it's not just me. Like, even, like, the best guys right. are gross right. and hairy. Yep. And, you know, it's just a fucking mess. You could have a soft, beautiful, caring, takes care of herself woman. Why wouldn't you want to be with that? Yeah, and now with this, the whole strap-on situation. Yeah, you're sure. Not, they're you're all, not losing, wonderful yeah, strap-ons. You're not even there. losing out on the, I guess the, <laughs> wonderful the, the, the best part of guys is, a, is cock. And so... Clip that off. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. We'll play that on Balloon Party. (laughs) By the way, I posted this on the TMA fan page, and I know that that doesn't apply to everybody, but this is a text that was sent in today, and it's currently on the TMA fan page. Um, And I want to read what was sent in, because this is what goes on on Balloon Party. (laughs) And honestly, now, because most of them just aren't funny, I don't even look at it anymore. It's just like... It's like if I if like there was a scrolling STL today comments or YouTube comments thing. Yeah, that's, that's what, what it basically is. is. 
Jack Snob made a little cum noise after <laughs> Tim called him cute. <laughs> made a, a little cum noise. A little cum noise. And mm. the best part is you found it oh, yeah. and played it, and you actually did make some sort of a noise yeah. when yeah. I said, and I was like, when the fuck over the course of that show, of that show, yeah. would I say, hey, Jackson, you're cute. Right. It was but during the Rutherford interview. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Jeremy, could you hold up a second? I know this team's falling apart, but Jackson <laughs> looks really cute today. Yeah. And, and then Jackson goes, ah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, did no, I said, it's a Sadie it. Hawkins, and you're the cute little girl with the swear dance yep. and, and then you go oh. yep. oh. which just immediately set off a portion of the audience on 101 ESPN who just probably have no idea what to make of us no they at this but point they're so deep into it now that they either got accepted or not yeah. well they were so certain it was going to be canceled after three months that now here we are we're about to say what do we should do a first anniversary balloon party celebration we just replay the first show <laughs> where i asked you what what substance would you least I want still don't know. I mean, that was that was one of your Biggest fail. I still don't know what the fuck that was. Forget about forgetting the name of the 49ers or Rams or whatever happened in your Sports Center update. And I looked over, like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> it was, I go, Shane Beamer recently had mayonnaise dumped all over him. What substance would you least like on dumped on you? And then you responded, mayonnaise. And I said, well, shit, I got nothing left after that. I don't <laughs> know. That was our was, first show? That was our very first oh, show. Oh, God. Yep. That was our very first show. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then after, I guess, maybe the second show, Tommy, which just shows how he manages. It's like, hey, uh, we got to talk about balloon farming. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, he didn't say it like, hey, man, we got to, you know. So, yeah, then he starts laughing about some of the stuff that was coming in. And I go, I mean, this is what we do. And he goes, I, he goes but when you talk sports, you're so good. Right. And I go, nah. <laughs> I, to me it's like just walking up and like just putting in 18 inch putts it right. bores the fuck out of me right but then we kind of to your credit dead serious and i don't know how you do it i say this and i don't do you get uncomfortable when i kind of go into this tangent nah. so I, that's a yes I, I, no i'm i'm just i think i'm naturally at this point just naturally comfortable with everything okay but i i think to myself like to me, our day is well past done. We're doing this. We've we've done TMA, balloon party, sound, sound story, story because both Doug and I had one at the same time. So you had to run the board on mm-hmm. one of them, and then now this podcast, and it is approaching three o'clock, which isn't like <laughs> the longest workday. But I, I will say this: when you're talking the entire time, right? It is. It's different than you know. I mean, I've I've sat at desks. Don't necessarily enjoy it when I was operating stations. And I assure you, this takes a hell of a lot more out of you. As weird as it might sound, and I know nobody wants to fucking hear it because they were like, you guys fuck off. How could it? It just does. It Especially does. on TMA where we don't take breaks. Right. Uh, and then the breaks on 101 are super short. But anyway, my point on bringing that up is here you are. You're here until whatever time every day. And then at 530, religiously, you are able to create these questions that get me going to do that show. Like, that's a job that, you know, maybe you'd throw three other responsibilities on it, and that'd be the gig. So when you're producing TMA, or whatever you would call your responsibility on TMA, business manager, probably yeah, a better probably way to closer. describe it, producing Balloon Party, juggling social media for TMA and Balloon Party, and occasional sound story responsibilities, and then you're still able to come up with that shit. I'm just like, man, that is, that's... 
that's uh, that's at another level. I appreciate it. I, I truly do, and that's very kind of you. And thank you. Uh, I think I do. I'm not saying it to just. Kid. I mean, I'm just no, saying it because that's how I I, I feel. And you I know, and if I didn't think you did anything, I'd just be like, okay, whatever. Right. You know? But it, it it stands out to me. Thank you. Because it 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 matters to that show. Because so often, as you know, we just walk right down there, and you go ten seconds because I'm there fucking around with Randy, Carrie, and Rockio. Right. And today you actually had to say the mics are going hot. I yeah, because there was conversation. <laughs> right. Indeed. And I'm like, okay, you know, I'll, I'll hop on, and then I'll just go, and then I'll look at my email from what you had sent, and I'm like, all right, that's what we'll talk about. Yeah. I mean, we're doing an hour of radio on 101 ESPN with, I mean, literally zero plan. Zero plan. We never- I, Zero plan. I'm never, reading emails on TMA, and then sometimes within 90 seconds, I'm opening up another show down there, yeah. which is fine, but if I didn't have your questions to spark my mind, I don't know what the fuck we would do. Yeah. Well, I think I do it- to that extent, because it's like a creative outlet for me, and not to say like everything I el- else I do here doesn't allow me to have that creative outlet because it does. But that certainly is the most freeing thing for me to like be creative. Like I, I've always, I've, I've often wanted to, and I probably should start just doing a practice blog about stuff. Like after watching last night's White Lotus, I could have written a thousand page essay or a thousand word essay. Wow, look at you! Just off what I saw after uh, Missouri Tiger football or basketball games, I could write a long time. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Just because of thoughts, because I have thoughts in my head and I kind of want to get them out. So in that sense, like sports topics for a day. Now, what I'll say about the questions is, oftentimes sports things don't change day to day. So sometimes. Oh, I know. That's why it has to be Mac. But that's the thing. You ask macro questions. Macro Because if I was just asking, like, what are your thoughts on the third on line? On the blues, lose. Yeah, I, I couldn't do that's it. Not, I couldn't do that's it. That's not it. But there is some macro topics within. And I love, but you're able to know the stuff that gets me going, which then leads to the discussions, right. which engage me. Because if I'm like, okay, we got to break, like the blues are playing the Rangers here in a few hours. And I will watch it and I'll look forward to watching it. But I'm not going to be worked up about too much. Most likely, the macro topic is Jordan Bennington's behavior after the game against Pittsburgh. Not right. that they necessarily lost. Right. And that Craig Berube actually said something about it. Right. That's the macro topic. The college football playoff was a topic today. Who gets in, how they view it. Because to me, it's so clear that it's you can manipulate the argument to get whoever you want in there if you really want to do it. And so that conveys what unfortunately is a, a, a huge flaw in the sport that I find to be most intriguing, even when my team is rarely involved in the conversation. Yeah. So I really have a great deal of appreciation for that. How we got on the topic, I have no idea. I a a gentleman sent in an email an hour and a half ago, and here I am, and I'm t- we're talking about absolutely nothing. What you, We talked about TikTok and cockpits, TikTok cockpits. That's the title of the podcast. TikToks and cockpicks. Yeah, that's wild. That, that's the RL sessions through and through. Well, I'll say, too, about like uh, just- Yeah, if maybe, I could live in Jupiter and yeah. do this five days a week, and I, I'd, ta- I'd take a, ha- ha- happily take a pay cut. In right. order, I'd just be, that'd be it. That's yeah. it. TMA, we did 18 years. Wonderful. Balloon party. One year of magic. We, you took the under. We shipped the over. Fuck off. Yep. And, you know, that'll do it. That'll do it, Steve. Back to you, Back Steve. To you, Steve. Yeah, for real, for Let real. somebody else come along and do the whole thing. It's fine. This is, this is, this is, because this is just, so is it my personality? No, but I, I, you're 100% right. Yeah. Because I'm not, because there are no, there are no restrictions. Not at all. Not at all. You can, you can do it on the day you want to do it. You can do it. Well, I didn't want to do it today, but because I'm getting a root canal tomorrow, we have so much shit going on on uh, Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. 
Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. And busy. then the show's off, so right. we had to do it today. Yeah, had to. And that's yeah, that's a big part of it. And yet we still TikTok and cockpicks. TikTok and cockpicks. That's the dedication to the craft. But mm-hmm. uh, just not having time restrictions, not having topic restrictions. Not that to say we're restricted on topics on TMA or one on one, but one on one, we talk sports, mostly local sports, but we venture outside. And TMA, you know, God knows what we talk about, but there is to an extent. Well, there's an expectation of what the show sounds like. Right, right, right. And so personally, I think if you put this on the radio, yeah. it would be successful. Mm-hmm. But the and that's the thing with the one on one thing. It wasn't that you know I can't broadcast. Although I know some people who hadn't seen me in fifteen years because all they know of me is KMOV. Uh-huh. Like what happened to him? You know, <laughs> where did he go all these years? Uh, they have an expectation of a certain side of and that they're right to. Mm-hmm. By the way. You know, whether it's my thing or not doesn't fucking matter. It's a brand that is working and has worked for 13 years. Right. So I'm so fuck off to me. Yeah. And then for TMA, it's a brand that has been and is working and has for 18 years. So fuck off to me. So you don't want to mess with something that's working. If somebody came into Kirby Smart or Nick Saban's office and goes, hey, we're going to change this whole thing. They'd go, fuck off. You right. know, it's working. Yeah. So you don't mess with it. But I do think more of a free-flowing style of show this is what, yeah. This is this this is this is me. I guess is me, but it's not like I'm like holding it back on TMA. I recognize what the format is on TMA, and I recognize what the format is for 101 ESPN. And I guess we do kind of our own version of that. Yeah. But it's still, I respect that it's it's 95 plus percent sports, and so fine, I can talk sports. Um, but I just can't. I can't like sit there and go. And yell at John Mazzella because they haven't signed a catcher yet, or you know, yell at Craig Brew because they lost again, or something. I just can't. They're call Pareko soft. I just it just didn't who I am. Yeah, doesn't mean that that he's you know hardcore defenseman. It sure. just isn't what my personal way of doing things is. But that doesn't mean that somebody who does do it sucks or you know. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. Everyone. Some has people like some things, and then there's something else. Some people like other things. Think about that. Poignant as fuck. Yeah, thank you. So poignant. The name of the podcast is TikTok Cockpicks. <laughs> <laughs> One cause there is there an ampersand. I'm not really a big ampersand guy. Really? And I've been doing some PNLs here lately, and I wanted to type out P and then and and uh, then an L. No, no. But it's it's. Yeah, I gotta be honest. It's P. Ampersand L. I'm actually starting a campaign to go exclusively ampersand. Wow. I think it's a, that campaign is who's funding that? I know you're out looking for money for goodorbad.com and it's, it's dry t- out there right now. When I go to the VCs, I throw goodorbad.com to get them in and then I throw the ampersand. It's a bait and switch. Yeah. It's like I showed up on set for a blow bang and then it became a gang bang. Bait and sweet. Bait and sweet. And then I shit on the guy. And that's what Caden sends me. God bless. God yeah. Damn. I just think the ampersand's a handsome looking character. It is difficult to draw, though. Really good at it. Here, I'll do it right now. Oh. I'll do it Ladies live and gentlemen, on the podcast. Right here, a first, and and why this doesn't go on 101 ESPN is beyond me. Because we now have Jackson drawing an ampersand. I don't think that that's that's good. Shittier ampersand. I kind of looks like I, a looks like a bad capital S. I truly have some of the worst handwriting in America. Is that right? And well, also like terrible fine motor skills. Just always been bad. And boy, now you got in my head. That last one. Yeah, really that's good. gonna. That's gonna. But uh, I always had. But handwriting was completely useless to me starting in high school. Sure. Well, it would be. Yeah. Well, I I can't tell you because when anybody does a sound story, I write them a check. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm so, I'm not annoyed, but I'm, I'm thrilled. I love the, and I pay him a meet, like Doug gets done doing one yep. right away. Right. Eulett didn't know what the hell hit him. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And I'm just like, I want to make sure people always know. Yeah. You, you work for a business that I'm involved in. You're going to be taken care of and treated how I know as an on-air person you want to be treated. And you're not chasing people for fucking money. Right. Because in our world, that was something that became part of it. He has detailed some of those stories. The late, great Jennings certainly detailed some of those stories. But I'm annoyed when I just have to write. <laughs> oh. I, I mean, and I just like scribble, I mean, angrily scribble it. It takes three seconds and I'm a total bitch about it. My niece has better handwriting at six years old than I do right now. My grandmother looked like she wrote the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> it was so flawless. It was yeah. like calligraphy that you'd see like on a golf scoreboard. Oh, yeah. It's crazy Holy how shit. good some people are at like, but for me, type spell. If I I grew up with spell check, like I didn't learn yeah, how. I don't know how to that, spell. And it doesn't make you lazy. No, you know? it's just I just use work smarter, not harder. Like I I don't know how to spell squirrel. I gotta ask you to spell squirrel. S Q U. Is there two R's? I'll go two I'm not R's. Questions. I E L. S Q U R R I E L. Oh. I think that's how you spell. It's absolutely not. Son of a and bitch. I'm like, I'm I can't. There's, there's just like English error there. That, that am I wrong on the Q? No, you uh, need an I in there, baby. An I. I thought I put two. You I's put, in you, that you, you put the I in the wrong spot. Yeah, you're right. S Q U I R R E L. There you go. I can't spell squirrel. I didn't feel like I was a big accomplishment. Wow. Again, another 18 inch putt. I can't wow, spell that's, squirrel. Well, that's just that's just probably a mental thing. It's like I can't throw the ball from second base to first base. Yeah, you know? mental block. A mental block. I'm the Steve Spax of spelling <laughs> squirrel. Steve Sacks. Steve Spax is a guy who wears Spanx and he hangs out at Brio. Totally different guy. Are Spanx making a comeback? I'm sure they are. Probably <laughs> yeah. in certain areas more so than others. Yeah, you're probably right on that. Uh, it's time to shut it down. TikTok cockpicks, TikTok and cockpicks. TikTok and cockpicks. How long do we go? I said I want to get throw done. a guess. I kind of know. It was an hour and 15 minutes, right? Uh, under. Hour really? I thought we started at 140. Uh, no, we're an hour and four minutes in. Oh, all right. Tidy little podcast. Tidy little podcast. We'll have pick six. I don't know when we'll do it this week. Maybe we'll have Lisa Ann on. Maybe we'll oh, have like a yeah, good- that'd be good. Thursday? So she's going to be in studio on Thursday? Yeah, she could get I'm doing picks. well at that thing. You are. And I'm so- all, I got. Here's what I do. I go on a site, Action Network, sure. and I find where the biggest discrepancy is between- where the public money is and where the volume, that's all I'm doing. Cause you're like, Oh, we got to do pick six. I'm like, okay, I got to knock this out. And that's all I'm doing. I do a lot of that too. And it's, it's amazing how well it works in particular with the NFL. Yeah, the NFL especially. is, I bet I'm around 500 or below 500, maybe a little on college doing it, but on the NFL, it's gotta be at around 70%. The biggest one this week was the Raiders and the Chargers. And everybody's on the Chargers? Yeah, the, the public was on the Chargers. The volume was on the Raiders. And that's why the Raiders were one of my picks. And the Raiders won. And everybody was on the Falcons. Everyone was on the Falcons, Steelers. And I took the Steelers. Same. Yeah, well, the Wizard. Wizard went 3-2. and two. He was on the Bengals. Yeah, I was that on the Bengals. That didn't surprise me. I was surprised they were getting two points. Yeah, uh, yeah. I would, Jamar Chase was healthy. That was a big part of right. it. And, but Joe Mixon was still out. So how about, Did you, you see P. Tyler Boyd drop that? Uh, oh, yeah, because I had. I mean, I don't know how much money that cost me. Oh, really? You had them? A a league, but we had the Tam Avenue Capital Partners took a very, very bad day. Yeah. And to the point that I sent the wizard this morning my rosters from both the main slate, which was, I mean, almost minus 100% (laughs) ROI. (laughs) How that even is possible. Uh, And then also the showdown, which I'm usually decent at. The showdown's better, I feel like. And that was... 
minus 90% ROI. Oh, and I go, and he goes, well, I had a terrible day as well. And I'm just like, okay, so he's he's going to perform an autopsy. I go, I know, like in poker, we used to call it leaks. People have leaks in their game, sure. and they don't know them until somebody points them right, out, right. Either, whether it's a physical tell or, you know, a certain, you know, when, I would, when I'd be playing in the World Series and I would watch when I could tell the good guys who figured out what the bad guy, and, and, I'd, and they'd kind of start laughing to each other. Mm-hmm. And I go, God, this sucks. You know, I mean, it, well, it's it's good if you can take advantage of it, but I'm like, this poor motherfucker here has no idea that he's that he's dead. Right, 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 right. You know what I mean? Yeah, they don't. Realize. Well, that's me with daily fantasy sports. Except everybody knows I'm dead, but I got all these guys, and we're trying to have a big score before the end of the year for tax purposes. Makes sense. Yeah. And so, but then there are a couple guys in the group who I can tell are just like what are we doing? But then they don't want to bail because they, they feel like it's inevitably going to happen. Yep. And there's absolutely zero evidence that it's going to happen. fallacy. Oh my God. So it's like tonight, what do we got? We got the, the Buccaneers and the Saints. Oh God, I couldn't have any less interest in that game if I tried. Oh, fuck. I've and then I'm like, and I, like, I know some guys are going to do it, but then there's a few, and then I got a text and I say, hey, you got a Venmo X over. And then they'll text me after the game, how do we do? And I'm like, <laughs> if I didn't text you, you know, you right. know by now, because this has happened 300 times. <laughs> yeah. But it's just like they just want to go, hey, motherfucker, right. how do we do? Right. I know we didn't do well, but I just want you to have to say we didn't do well. Fuck. Yeah. God. And I knew the game script on last night's game. I'm like, the Colts are going to get their asses kicked. Boy, that was uh, Jackson Durham. He had what, was his pl- what were his plays? Bengals plus two. So with that hit. And Cowboys? No. He was on the Colts? Colts plus 11. Oh, wow. So I took that with him. So I, I mean, I split with him, but. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, we like pulled him out of his job with <laughs> 10 seconds on notice. Yeah, so I shouldn't have. I, mean, I, I really just, I can't hold that again. I, no, I forgot about him. Like, I could tell he had no idea, but he just wanted to come on the podcast. I can't do that. I need to text him and let him have a, yeah, it's a just fair a, urge. At least 10 minutes. <laughs> and, the, and the reality of the whole thing is with so many games, there are key players. You don't know what's going to happen. Picking until, on the Wednesday is terrible. It is. And then on top of it, that, and that's why live betting, even in the middle of a game, I mean, I don't know who who was huge that went out in the middle of a game yesterday. Well, Garoppolo, I don't know if I would call him huge, but that's certainly a, a, a you know key yeah. component. It happens on a regular basis. Najee guys. Harris went yeah. out. That killed me. We were actually winning the showdown yeah. last week when he went out and he was in our captain spot, so God only knows what would have happened. I'm telling you, Jackson, buy stock in the Tam Avenue Capital Partners in the showdown market. Okay. I don't know if, if your your guy will allow you to just buy showdown because main slate, it's it's dead money. But the showdown, it's going to happen. But I, I hate, most of the guys are in this Facebook group. And so I can just post it there. Everybody votes what they want to do, how much they want to raise. But then there's one guy who's not. And I got to text him. And I can tell he hates it. But he's he's doing the gambler fallacy thing. He's right. not bailing. I want his shares, as weird as it sounds. I uh, want his shares. Yes. Well, I'd just get him if he decided right, right, not right, to do right. it. And then... And then he always, because he's not in the Facebook group, so he doesn't see the results. And then he'll text me, "How do we do?" I'll be like, "If we win, I'll tell you." Exactly. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, yeah. But I mean, we just fucking lose constantly. And I know I there was one thing that I found in poker, and the moment I found it, it was, I don't want to say, it, 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 but I mean, I made a nice amount of money. And I'm just like, what is my leak on daily fantasy? For the life of me, I can't figure. Or is it just not winnable because the guys who are going to win are the guys who spend the entire. Well, they just build algorithms and right. it's all in spreadsheets and yeah. it's just not, you know. 
Yeah, I'm trying to. In, uh, my buddy does software engineering. I'm trying to get him to build models for the golf season, and he said he'd do it for a price. So I might talk to him about that, about building out an algorithm and a model for oh. golfers. Yeah, told him there's a oh, lot of value I'd, in doing I'd, that. I'd be interested in. Uh, yeah, because he he could do he could whip it. I mean, he's, is that right? He's next level good at this stuff. I mean, the wizard has gone. For, I mean, the wizard. Uh, people go, oh, I'd love to interview so and so on the podcast. And at this point, I don't know who is left St. Louis-wise that right. I would really, like, me, per- I'm not saying that there aren't people for me to interview. There are plenty. But that I'd be interested and active in and the wizard and what he was doing to what he is doing now solely because of essentially what you were just talking about, building out a spreadsheet, an algorithm, and now how it's led to a total change in his life because of this stuff, yeah. you know? is a hell of a story and it makes me want to be able to do it because i'm like i did it with poker i was horrible and then i became good now i don't know if i would ever say i was great but i was certainly good and i would love to do a daily fantasy because anytime i have something that i'm fucking up at it's my personality to become obsessed with it and then you know i don't say conquer it but then become better at it well attempt the the Strive for greatness of it. it is, right. That's the element. So I kind of did it with poker. I haven't gotten a scratch yet with golf, but I feel like I think you there's will. a chance I will. Oh, you will. And then now this this thing, and I just fucking suck, but I know there's a leak. So I'm like, okay, fine, fuck it. I'm going to, you know, the wizard. I'm, it's like, dude, just tell me what, just tell me one thing I'm doing wrong. Right. There's got to be one thing I'm doing wrong. Do you, like, do you always have to put Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill in and ensure they're going to bust, but sometimes they're going to go off and right. uh, Derrick Henry. They're going to put up numbers that if you don't have how do you have fit them, them all in? Right. You know, that's the thing. Right. Like, they're going to eventually have games where, like, you have to have them to win. Right. But then most weeks they won't hit. Boomer bus guys, that's the problem. Probably with a main slate, that's the biggest issue. That's the issue. And then you got to fit them in. And then, then yesterday, the cheap running backs were serviceable. And then if you were able to afford Adams, Hill, and maybe either A.J. Brown, Brown or uh, uh, St. Uh, uh, Amon Ross St. Brown went yeah. off to. Um, yeah, because nobody from the Chiefs and Bengals, which was a, no. was a stack game, really went off. Higgins, I think, might have had two Higgins touchdowns. Had, uh, Jamar but you need these guys to, like what Josh Jacobs did last week against the Ugh. Seahawks, that's what you need. And if yeah. you don't have, you know what the play was yesterday? And this is super obscure. If you do, I'll tip my cap. I don't. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm... The Cleveland Browns defense. Wow. That's what separated you from everybody else. Because they got thirty points. Yeah, yeah, shit. And that's and, and that's defenses. just like, and then you sit there and you go, yeah, that one makes sense. And Devontae Adams always makes sense. And Tyreek Hill always makes sense. And Amon Ross St. Brown always makes sense. So it's like it's there. Right. That's the thing. It's like I'm. I don't feel like I'm that far away. But the results certainly don't indicate it. I don't know how people handicap defenses and kickers. I get. I the get Houston you... Texans offense is so terrible. Damian Pierce or bust. That it's just kind of like, but but people, what people do is they don't pay for defenses, so they go with somebody cheap. Cheap one. And then I think the Browns were the most expensive one. Yeah. Oh boy. Like I, I just I. And then to be to pay the pay up for the Browns and have Devontae Adams and have Tyreek Hill and have another receiver that went off, and I don't know if it was St. Brown. It's like. How do you fit it all? In? That's you... the thing, and I don't know what people did. They, they went with that random running back from the Jets, like Zonovan or something like that. Yeah, some scrub. He's forty four hundred, and I don't know who the running back was. I'd probably go cheap on quarterbacks because the discrepancy between the best quarterback and the worst quarterback, quarterback it was that went off. I don't think it was Hurts. 
Hertz, I don't know how yeah. people afforded this shit. I'll have to look at the winning roster. Hurts had four touchdowns, yeah. But that's the thing. is like the discrepancy between quarterbacks is probably slight, whereas the discrepancy between wide receivers and running back is massive. It is, yes. The most expensive quarterback probably was Mahomes yesterday. Right, and and he would get you similar points to, like, Geno Smith. Right. I'd be curious. Maybe Geno Smith actually was the— He, he had a lot of— I'm going to look at the— He played well yesterday. I keep not starting him in the one-on-one league. I keep thinking Kirk Cousins is the answer, and he's oh, never the fucking answer. Be better than that, especially didn't your team like winning or something? Or right, let me see. Here's the winning first. roster for the yeah. million million dollars yesterday. Geno Smith. Yeah, but see, it wasn't because he put up the most points. It was because he only cost sixty one hundred. Right, that's the thing. That we're Brian Robinson. I was on Robinson. Yeah. I was on night with the Jets, so I was on both those, and I was stunned that people weren't talking about Robinson. I loved that play at fifty three hundred. Knight was forty six hundred, and then had Adams. Lockett had a big day, mm-hmm. and uh, Wilson with the Jets. Wow. Yeah, yeah, he two had, Jets. That was a sick touchdown catch. Holy shit, that was Garrett cool. Wilson when he was only fifty three hundred. So that, and then the tight end went cheap and didn't even get anything really out of him. Got five points out of Logan Thomas. Yeah, and then in his flex points. play was Amon Ross St. Brown, and then the defense was the Browns. Nice. And there it is, million bucks, one one million twenty two thousand six hundred sixty seven dollars. And then the world changes. Yeah, everything changes. Proves you know? that you can do it too. Like but, like, the great players, like, look at the, the million-dollar winning rosters and go, what the fuck were these people thinking? Usually the great players don't win it. They'll win the, the small, like, the thousand-person sure. field that costs $300 to get in, yeah. you know? Yeah, and just take those down. And then that's that's where you actually learn more about strategy. Right, as opposed to trying to win with another 150,000 people. Yeah, because you really do need to kind of luck, luck box. Yeah, that shit, I mean, I'm telling you, this stuff intrigues the hell out of me. Just and it, it's got to be boring as all fucking get out. See, that's why I wouldn't do it on TMA. I would never talk about it on TMA. Cause it's right. Like, Francesca invented it, so. <laughs> so let's see who won on one that was a single entry. It was 15 points lower. Goff, I was on Goff. Yeah, big Goff guy. struck me, and I had my reasons for being high on him. Uh, P. Ryan. Yeah. Again, Knight, the running back from the, is it like Zonovan Knight? I think that really that sounds right. It is Zonovan Knight. Great name. Stands out. Uh, then Adams, St. Brown, Hodgins. Hodgins, how do you get there? Jesus. Yeah. Hodgins with the Giants, how do you get there? It's, to me, it's like playing bingo. Like, you just got to pray that. He was 3,200, and I don't know what the. I want, I'd be curious. I'd have to look that up, but he was only owned by 0.5% of the field. Shit. Ingram, I like the Ingram play. Yeah. He was only 3,000 at tight end, and then Tyreek Hill. And then the Packers defense, so he didn't really get that much out of it. No, almost. So I'm just trying to see. And this guy entered 100, and at least his 124th roster is the one that won. Jeez. So. Yeah, so shooting shooting plenty of darts. You're not going to get Yeah, I mean, that's a guy that, and what was it? I don't know what the entry was. It was was 20 bucks. It was 20 bucks. Yeah. So they just upload. They build these out in a CFE file. They upload it. And that's the thing. And it spits out who and they it, got. Yeah. And, and then away you go. Mm. Okay, no, I, I'm telling you, that's my quest. That's my next quest. But I, unlike golf, where I'm like, yeah, I think I, it's 20%. I'll get to scratch. I appreciate your confidence level that I will. Um, this, I'm like, oh, my God, me becoming a, f- a profitable daily fantasy player to me is like, yeah, I don't even know if I'd give myself 1% on it. You know what I mean? Oh, it's because it's, it's such a total crapshoot. Now, what I would but suggest— the thing is, I don't know that it is. You know what I mean? I mean, there's certainly an element of luck in it. It's a yeah, ton of skill. Like, that's the thing. It's, it's, it's the game I used to play day in and day out, poker. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I hear you on that. You're going to get blown up, but over the long haul, the good players are going to be profitable. Yeah. See what I'm saying? But you have control over, like, the variables in poker, you have more control of those variables than you do in the NFL with Daily Fantasy. Like, you're playing against eight other people, seven other people at a table, and what you do is totally in your control, whereas, but the, yeah, you But the result the of the cards aren't. No, there was, that's the thing. That's, that's Even the if you get your money in as a 75% favorite, I mean, still one out of four times you're going to lose. Yeah. I mean, I've been, I've been one-outered one time in a World Series of Poker event. Holy shit. Uh, that's something else when that happens. Like, you just sit there and you go, my God, the one card in the deck hit on the river. I can't and I think it was pocket aces against pocket kings, and a king, the, the only king that wouldn't give me a four-flush hit well, I think I'd that's what tilt. happened. I go on tilt so fast. Yeah, I, I, was, I kind of was just like, huh. Yeah, I that's mean, a good mentality it, to have. Because yeah, that's the thing. I mean, I, that's that to me. I talk about how you're dangerous because you already don't. <laughs> I don't want to say you don't completely care, but like, like the one on one textures, you're just like, I don't care about the shit that I shouldn't care about. That and it's so great to yeah. have that at 24, but to focus on the process more than the result, which I think people go. I think most people go all their lives. Not thinking that way. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's yeah, that's it's, another lethal trait. Right. To focus on the process and not the result. Yep. It's 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 so deadly. I and then not to give a fuck with hand jobs who you know could right. you know exactly. What the 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 great weekend say? Uh, major whole year in a week. Um. Yeah. <laughs> ma- major whole year yeah. in a week. Yeah, that's exactly what I said. It's just kind of like, all right, tell me about how the show works. (laughs) uh, Just won an award from a kid's show talking about my face numbing on a bag of blow. What a wonderful line. The weekend's goaded. (laughs) But when it comes to this shit, I'm going, I am the absolute last in the class. And then the worst is because we're trying to get it done here in the next three weeks. Every fucking night, I feel like I'm like, hey, you guys want to do it? And then, like, they all vote yes. But then I got it. The one guy who's not on Facebook, I got to text him and I just want him to go, I'm out. And I'll be like, dude, I just, like, you know. Yeah. A lot of people find success in the NBA with the daily DFS, DFS with the with the lower game. Like, if there's a three game night, yeah. they find the well, last. That's, that's why the, show, the showdown benefits a shitty player like me. Right. Because there's less variance. Right. Yeah. And if you can make, like, have the balls to make a stand. That's what you have to do. You right. have to fade somebody, which is tough to do. Like tonight, you'd be fading Kamara, Evans, or Godwin, I imagine, or maybe Brady. I don't know who's quarterbacking the Saints. Is it still Dalton? It's still Dalton. I mean, not that those are two real desirable commodities at right. this moment. But uh, people will be all over Olavi. People will be all over Godwin. But so you have to, you can't afford them all. So you have right. to make a stand. And then the way you have to really do it is to make a stand on almost all of the rosters or like 80%. You have to play your percentages against what the projected ownership is of the field. And that's how you build them out. And it's a whole fucking thing which i realize most people don't care about or know about and even if you did you'd find it being boring you want to hear us talk about cockpicks and tiktok that's the name of this podcast there's a tiktok and cockpicks tiktok and cockpicks all right it's time to wrap it up i gotta go i gotta go raise more capital because <laughs> yeah, i have to go build you have to go build out rosters for tonight. that's right i gotta go build out rosters i mean it's just god Hey, I enjoy doing it, but thing. within the first ten minutes of the game, I go, "Motherfucker, who's dead. this guy? Who just?" I mean, I we the, I, the wizard goes, "I never play showdowns with the Patriots." He goes, "It's just ridiculous." Yeah, who you- I'm watching on Thursday night a gentleman, and I'm like, "I'm all over the Patriots' second string and third string running backs." Yeah. That's my sharp play. 
I don't even know the names of these Stevenson motherfuckers. No, 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 because Harris was out, so Stevenson, oh, so everybody's going to be on Stevenson. Yeah. So then the play is oh, to play the backups. Yeah, right. And there's and I'm on Mac Jones, too. And there's Mac Jones, and he throws it to a guy who has a running back's number and is running down the field from the backfield for a touchdown, and his last name is Jones, and I go, who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> he's not a running back. And then I go on the Patriots roster, and he's a cornerback, and Belichick put this fucking cornerback in the backfield, and he catches a 75-yard touchdown, and I go, I can't, I did the right thing, process-wise, play the Patriots backup oh, running back, God. fade Stevenson, yep. and then and, and they put a fucking cornerback in there, and he scores a touchdown. God damn. Oh. Damn it. The Wizards right. Never fuck with the Patriots. Bill Belichick and Sean Payton at their peak were fantasy kryptonite. Oh my God, you're right. Because oh you never knew which wide receiver on the Saints was gonna go off. God, you're right. And then once they brought Taysom, Traquan Smith. Yeah. Then they brought Taysom Hill in and you're like, oh, oh Drew God. Brees just ran for a touchdown. Wrong. Vultured. That was Taysom Hill who did that. And Bill's the same way where it's you know, Oh, it's brutal. He's never had like a, a like outside of Randy Moss and Julian Edelman. And I'm not counting Gronk. He's never had like some like prestige wide Trust receiver. Trust me, when I look at my notes from Super Bowl 36, I'm like, who? Because I wrote every play down while right. I was at the Superdome. I'm like, who are these people? David Patton? You know? <laughs> right. I mean, they had four running backs on that team Antoine Smith, J.R. Redmond, Kevin Falk. And I might be missing like the most obvious one of them all. I mean, these are the guys that beat the Rams. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I'm like, this Tom Brady guy, who the fuck he is? is you know? Creates Lawrence Maroney. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh, this was, I think, Troy Brown. Oof. Terrell Buckley, self-proclaimed greatest athlete since Deion Sanders. Didn't he claim he ran like a 3-9? <laughs> Terrell Buckley. That's, that's why I always reference. I'm sure people are like, why does this guy always bring up Darnell Coles and Terrell Buckley? <laughs> the Coles, what I do. I just, he was just a... <laughs> so, Fox Sports Midwest in 2000. I feel like this will inevitably be a trivia question. <laughs> Fox Sports Midwest in 2000. And the Cardinals were in the playoffs initially against the Braves, and then the Ankeel thing happened, and then it was against the Mets, and they lost in five. And then okay. the Mets lost, I think, either swept or in five to the Yankees. Uh, they brought in a postseason analyst. You know, now they have Edmonds, Robosky, right, right, right. Brad Thompson, and Rick Horton. Well, then they didn't really have anybody, and it was just kind of a startup. And so when they got to the playoffs, they got somebody, and the cat goes, hey, we're down at the ballpark, and the cat goes, Hey, uh, you know, if you could, maybe we can get uh, Darnell Coles on the show tomorrow. <laughs> I go, Darnell Coles, I go. The guy who, like, played for the Giants 10 years ago? What the fuck would you do that for? <laughs> or, or, no, it wouldn't have been the show because the show wasn't around. I don't know how it came up, but I remember he goes, hey, yeah, I wasn't doing radio. Or maybe I would interview him for KMOV. Right. Like, to kind of, like, help get him over because this was a thing for Fox Sports Midwest. And I go, Darnell Coles. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, we hired him as our postseason analyst. And I go, did he ever play for the Cardinals? I mean, he's, I, I remember he played baseball and he had like a, and he couldn't have been, the thing about him is he's like this incredibly, not, whereas Terrell Buckley is like, at right. least at the time, was like a clear, yeah. you know. Self-promoter. Oh, yes, absolutely. Like he would love this era with Instagram. Yeah, yeah. But Darnell Cole is just a super nice man who's been in baseball like all his life. Right, I think he's like a hitting coach. Now he finished his career with the Cardinals and played 63 games and had 31 hits in 1995. Well, that's pretty good numbers. Shout out Darnell Coles. It was 31 and hits been in 138 at bats. So, you know, it, he hit 225, but I guess your bar is lower. Either way, point being, 
you know, he was with the Mariners for most of his career. Yeah, he was only with the Giants. He was with the Giants for 11 games, and I think of him with the Giants. What a fucking mess the I memories am. are weird. Oh, my God. But either way, uh, I'm like, sure. Yeah, you know, the cat always would cite that I would make fun of the Darnell Coles hiring. Not anything the Darnell. Right, just, it's just like, an odd. What, what of all of the people in Cardinal Did everyone else say no? That we arrived on Darnell Coles. Yeah, and, and that's he's, how we got there. he's certainly had been referenced on TMA way more than he has hits in his <laughs> baseball career. Like, I, I wonder if someone tells him, like, hey, anytime someone can't think of a name on this dumbass radio show in St. Louis, they just mention yours. Terrell Buckley. It used to be Terrell Buckley. Right. And my friends loved it. Like, I'm listening to Matthew Perry's book right now, which is, by the way, major recommended reading uh, or listening, as the case might be. And it's so good. And he said something to me. And that most, and no one in TMA, not no one, like 0.001% of people in TMA audience know this, that so much of the shit that is said on TMA was said while people were either fucked up on booze, weed, or coke in Columbia, Missouri in the late <laughs> 1990s. And it's become the TMA lexicon. Right. And Matthew Perry was talking about two of his buddies from Canada who they just said, stu- like, could could it even be any more hotter in here, you right, know, right. which became the whole Chandler thing. Was, little do people know that was me and my friends in Canada, you know, acting like assholes. And then it became the way the entire United States was talking in the 1990s. Right. As dumb as that sounds. Terrell Buckley, for whatever reason, <laughs> was f- furious or something over his draft pick and saying he was the greatest athlete in the history of Florida State since Deion Sanders. Right. And so I'm sitting at the Superdome, and we've been making fun of Terrell Buckley forever, probably going back to high school, possibly. And now I'm sitting there watching the Rams lose in the Super Bowl, and it was fucking Terrell Buckley, who I think had a pick six against the Rams. <laughs> yeah, it shows you. <laughs> God damn it. So there's Terrell Buckley, then Darnell Coles, and I don't know who will be next, but there is the reason for the Terrell Buckley and Darnell Coles. Who would have thought? Who would have thought in a podcast titled TikTok and Cockpicks that you would get this much information? Golden I, information. I forgot that you would reference Terrell Buckley because I, I remember listening once where you oftentimes will say the middle initial of somebody. Gabriel PD Army. Right, right. I don't know if P is even close to <laughs> it's Gabriel. Not. Right. But there was once where you were saying John, and then you said John Terrell Seymour. <laughs> and I was like, wow, that would be wild if Seymour's middle name was Terrell out of nowhere. Oh, God, what a dumb fucking show and career. <laughs> All right, we got to go. Thank you for listening. Send your emails in, tmckernan at insidestl.com. And yeah, I'm hiring. I'm hiring. I got I to gotta do something with Sound Story. We, this has been something else. What's going on with this over the last couple of weeks? So I'm hiring there. Uh, and then if you want to handle my social media, I'll do that too. Uh, any other jobs to post Jackson? You got anything, somebody to film you while you go banging in Jamaica. I mean, you got a yeah. whole thing going. Yeah, I might hire for that. <laughs> yeah. You're up You'll apply. <laughs> I mean, I have no interest in seeing the event, but I can't wait to see what you and Lisa Ann are able to create. Yeah. God, what a weapon. Yeah. This is nuts. This could be nuts. What a weapon. Yeah. And someone said today that Ocho's Rios is a pony. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, it could be special. I mean, this is turning into a whole thing. I, to me, the idea of going away for four nights yeah. is so foreign. Whereas Anna Marie and I used to go away for like 16 nights. And we were doing 920 and I was operating 920. So I was just like, fuck it. We're going to go. Guys in the show, like producer Joe or Jay would fill in. And I just go and nobody gave a shit. Making money. Everything's cool. To go for two nights now would be crazy. To go out of town for four nights with two kids. 
holy shit. To an island country, too. Oh, not my like to God. Nashville or something, yeah. And just, like, be able to get fucked up. Yeah. And I'll live vicariously through you. Yep, me and Lisa. You and Lisa and is doing work. God, I hope there are some nice-looking 20-somethings or 30-somethings who've kept themselves in good shape that you can have a nice little... Yeah. Uh, God, yeah. look at you. How, have you met my friend, international renowned porn star, Lisa Ann? <laughs> oh, I haven't. Well, here, is, here she is. And how great is it, by the way, or is this just really a stupid comment, and it's probably the latter, that we're going with a porn star, and for real, like, at this moment, kind of in the Jenna Jameson realm of that industry. Oh, yeah. And I don't even view it like, ah, I wonder if somebody will hook up with her. I want to, like, I don't, I, it's like, she's just like a buddy yeah, who you know is going to be amusing. Yep. And coming down and like uh, on a, she was just told Iggy's going, she said, Iggy's going to Jamaica by himself. You said, no, complete opposite. She goes, oh, I'll go with him. Okay. Like, and it's just like this whole, this whole, th- I mean, she, she like, she is, I, I sometimes think maybe because of TMA fans have been hearing Lisa for so long. She is super fucking famous. Like, yeah, you're if right. I, if I were you're to right. name someone, like if I what did ask, you say she has like four and a half million followers? Four on and a half million on Instagram. If I were to ask my peers, any one of my peers, I could take a random sampling of ten peers, and I said name three porn stars. Lisa Ann would come up on all ten. Is of that shows. right? It would be Lisa Ann, Lana Rhodes, probably, and like Riley Reed. How about that? But Lisa Ann or uh, Alexis Texas because the rhyming. Uh, hmm. But Lisa Ann would be on all ten of those lists. Without question. And she's just like going on this TMA trip where we're just going to fuck off yep. and booze. My wife's going. Plowhawk's girlfriend mm-hmm. is going. Uh, Doug is bringing one of his sons. Mm-hmm. Iggy is bringing Lisa Ann, and you're the only one going stag. And but you're the one who's going it. to have the promiscuous sex. Probably. I hope. I hope. God, look at this. It'll be special. What a trip. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, and it's not that far away. It just seems so foreign to me of doing this right and that this is happening i mean can you imagine it's not intended to be a shot at kfns but i mean that just would never have been on the i mean it couldn't have it couldn't have been on the table for a number of reasons as mike claiborne would say it couldn't have been on the table (laughs) yeah and nor nor would it have been on the table for a number of reasons and here they are they're just like hey would you like to do this and i go well yeah and she's like okay i think jesse kiowski we just need to make sure somebody can run the board. So I would hate to get in a spot where Plowboy has to stay back. So hopefully you can get somebody Oh, I think we'll be okay. Yes. God. All right. We got to go. Now, I, I, now, when you told me I only went an hour, I'm like, oh, it's too short. Yeah, we got to yeah. back on a half hour. Nice try, kid. Yeah. Uh, all right. Send questions in. I, it'd be nice to get an erotic story. Boy, would that ever. I mean, I'm telling you. Uh, or maybe a lass would want to come down, not to go with you and to cock block you mm-hmm. clit block you is that what it'd be called I think it's clit blocking yeah it doesn't roll off the tongue the same but <laughs> uh, and then what we have the sapphic there's a sapphic pairing going yeah, I mean sa- it's just all happening sacrificial sapphic do you think a listener will book a trip yep yeah I kind of If yeah if you had to bet the real bet is will they tell us beforehand or will they ambush us <laughs> that will be what you I bet. mean 99% of them I'd be like okay that's cool right agreed Ninety-nine point nine percent, but you know, point oh one. It's out there. Tim McKernan at InsideSTL.com for Action Jackson. I'm Tim McKernan. This has been the Tim McKernan Show. QFTA from the Home Loan Expert.com studios.